Welcome to the Soulful Entrepreneur for Minority Women. This is our first episode, and I'm so glad you're here. This is where we encourage, elevate, and equip you for your business and lifestyle journey. So why you might ask the name Soulful Entrepreneur Life? Because it takes all of our heart and soul, ladies, to begin and stay in our business while life continues to evolve around us. We, as women, have a certain set of challenges as minority women to handle and organize our life. Although we may have a business to manage, we still have to manage and handle our families as well and our personal life. So whether you are single, married, with children, or without, you're here for a reason. I'm here to distill the myth that we can have it all. Sisters, we have to make some sacrifices and we have to make some choices and that's okay because we can still have a healthy lifestyle and a healthy business. Whether you presently have a dream for business, just starting a business, or your career seems like some days it's your own business, you're in the right place at the right time. Here we will focus not just on your business, but on your lifestyle and health. Because your health is as big a part of your life as your wealth and your business. We're all about keeping you focused and fit for the journey ahead. And what I call PIP, P-I-P-P. That's your purpose, intention, persistence, and passion. And it takes all three. We've all had our journeys in life and our stories to tell. But it's time right now to get real and authentic with your purpose in life. Where do you want to be in six months, in a year, in five years? What are your intentions? What are your goals? And what's your reason for doing that? If you're in business, why are you in business? Or what? why do you want to stay in business? And if you're not, what is your reason and your why for wanting to become an entrepreneur? We have to develop habits and mechanisms to say to stay persistent with our passion, working it forward into our goals. Okay, we're all about passion and purpose and mixing it all in with our persistent nature. As part of my passion, it's helping to explore and develop yours. So let's get started. We can do this all through the grace of God. No time like the present, ladies. Each day is a gift. So let's use our time wisely. First of all, just a few housekeeping tools or information for you. This podcast, The Soulful Entrepreneur Life, will be about 20 to 30 minutes 
and it's going to be on Tuesdays. So join me on Tuesdays. Just a take time for yourself Tuesday, about 20 or 30 minutes, maybe on your drive to work, at lunchtime, or even in the evening, maybe before you go to bed. Take some time out for you and just take a listen and see where you want to go and where your life is headed. Also, it might be good in the evening because I'm going to begin with a short meditation moment to just help clear our heads and our mind and give us a few tips on how to do that. Then some lessons learned in my business life, some tips that might help you along the way. And at the end, spark of motivation to keep you going throughout the week and beyond. So ask your friends, your family, and colleagues to join you to listen to this podcast. So later on, you can have some deeper conversations about our discussions or maybe some tips and collaborate yourself. Each session will vary on topic with some guests along the way. I'll offer some resources that'll help you organize and keep focused on your goals and your business. And they will be available on my website after the podcast. And we'll also bring in some Q&A sessions too. I'd like to know what your questions are. What are your anxieties? What you need help with? We're doing this together. I remember when I first had my entrepreneurial bug. I started working in an office at the age of 16. I was on what they call the work program with my school and by the time I reached my senior year I had enough credits that I only had to take a couple classes. So I went to school in the morning and then I worked in an office in the afternoon. So when I had to dress for school, I had to dress for office dress. My mom made most of our clothes when we were small, so I learned how to sew as well. I made my clothes so I could afford to buy my shoes to match. I love shoes, and I don't know where that started from, but it helped. So in this office environment, I learned early on how to listen to and watch the office workers. Remember, they were all busy doing their work. And to me, they all looked and acted like they were in charge. They knew what to do, and they kind of just went at it. And well, at least they could all tell me what to do. So one day I decided, one of these days, I'm going to be in charge. And I think that started in fact, I think I know it started my entrepreneurial spirit. I first started entrepreneurial life as a teenager when I was mending clothes for people. They would have something that was too long or too short or they wanted to embellish it a little bit and they would give it to me and I would work it up for them. And then I moved into some styling for them. They would ask for advice. What goes with this? Or what should I wear to this? I enjoyed that. Later on, I moved into a janitorial service with my family. 
and my children helped at the evening. At that point, I had two jobs. I worked my normal office job during the day, and we would clean office buildings in the evening. Also had a stint in the bank card business. I worked for a bank as well. Very good experience in bank cards. Had a small business with that, with a partner. And then later on, moved on to the jewelry business. Kind of brings me back to the fashion portion with a partner. We made and sold jewelry. We did it wholesale. But then, ladies, the market crash of 2008 came. And I decided I need to quickly get out before I lost too much money. Mitigate my losses. I began working with my husband during that time. And had a lot of experiences with that as well. A much larger business because he had an automobile dealership. And then nearing the end, I developed breast cancer. So I stepped out of that. And instead of returning, I decided to move into the health coaching business as a result of that. I've always been interested in that and dabbled in that. But I opened a personal health care business after that. Still do some of that today and I mix it in with the business coaching as well. Thus the business and lifestyle coaching. They go together sisters. They really really do. After the dealership closed we purchased a health care business. We worked that for a while and then we sold it. So my husband is now retired and I am still working. I enjoy the business of being in business. It just excites me. That's kind of me in a nutshell. I might have left out some things. Oh, that's right. And presently I am working my way out of a food truck business that I started with my cousin who is a chef. Well, actually it was his idea and I'm the business end of it. He's a really good chef. And it's done pretty well. So I am moving out and really leaving him to continue his dream and his business and his passion. And mine is moving on to my dream and my passion of helping others and passing on lessons learned and successes made and failures and helping to advance my soul sisters in a mighty way the grace of God. So, as a serial entrepreneur and lifestyle coach, I know it's important to always be learning and to share our successes and failures. And sisters, you know what? Our failures are just as important as our successes. We learn so much from them, sometimes even more than we do our successes. It's just like history. Our personal stories can help to instruct and help to avoid future mistakes. Our failures are just as important, let me repeat that, as our successes. So don't be ashamed of them. They can help others and we can learn from them. One of the lessons I learned early on from my mother, I learned a lot of lessons from my parents. I was really very fortunate. 
Anyway, she told me about lessons, about conversations. She said, There is no need to always be talking or have a comment. Our conversations matter, sisters, both in business and in life. You learn much more from listening to people and watching their actions. Plus, some things are just better left unsaid, let's face it. Feeling the need to add to every conversation really isn't necessary. That overwhelming desire to add our two cents to every discussion can be detrimental, especially in this time and age and in this environment. It just pays to watch our words and our tone. Even if we feel we're right, being right shouldn't always be our end goal. Using words out of a person's normal vocabulary, that's another thing in a conversation. That's not necessary as well. Or talking about a subject matter they know nothing about. We've all had those conversations, if you think back, either at a networking event, maybe a business meeting, or a small gathering, when you just can't wait to get out of that person's presence. And then you try to avoid them the rest of the evening or day, or even during work. So, let's be respectful of where people are in their station in life. We don't know their story, and we haven't bothered to find out. In fact, that just might be a good starter conversation for us. Ask about their story. Find out their interests, family, and desires. Be inquisitive. It also keeps us from passing judgment so, quick, so quickly, ladies, because we can do that. Once we decide it's too much trouble or we're not interested in knowing about somebody, we've lost our curiosity. And we all still need to have that curiosity as we did as a child in life to keep us going. I love the quote by Maya Angelou that says, I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will often forget what you did. But people will never forget how you made them feel. So I encourage you to take a leap of faith and go out on a limb to look for someone's personal story that may not have interested you at first sight. Be curious and interested in people. One reason I know that my cousin's food truck business will continue to grow and flourish and succeed is that he not only is he a great chef, he's a great people person. He enjoys so much Discussions with his customers, getting to know them, listening to their conversations, and he can even talk them into something new on the menu they never even thought of trying. That's just his personality. The wider your social net, the more knowledge you will gain. In business, sisters, the more people you know, the better your chances of finding some partners for success along the way. So, your first assignment for this introductory session is to get a pad of paper or a notebook, 
a pencil or a pen and write down those conversations that are going on in your head about your goals, what you would like to do in the future, how you would like to grow your business, how you would like to start your business. Get them out of your head and onto paper so you can truly visualize your vision. That needs to happen. And it also gives us mental clarity. And we can advance and move forward. So work on your own personal conversations out of the head and onto paper so that we can advance and succeed in our business and our health journey, whatever that goal is that you want in the future. Because when we succeed, we can help others do the same. And that's part of our goals, lady. Let's get going. I have a one-page business plan template that outlines details that you can think about as you start writing these goals and plans on paper. It's on my website, www.thejericoteam.com. T-H-E-J-E-R-I-C-H-O team, T-E-A-M.com. That'll help you get started because your tomorrow starts right now, today. Get those seeds planted on paper. Lastly, my motivational seed for planting. Don't aim for success if you want it. Do what you love and are gifted with. We all have gifts that we can utilize to help others and to help ourselves that were planted within us from birth. Utilize those gifts and work hard at your goal or at your business and pray hard. We all need help from above. And believe in yourself and your talents because it does take time and it does take effort, but just don't give up. Don't be afraid to ask for help. We all need help. And you would be surprised. Many people are really eager to help you. All you have to do is ask. Let's stay focused on your PIP, your purpose, intention, persistence, and passion. So until next time, stay strong and be encouraged. Bye.